0: Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las
1: puertas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unlocking the Magic.
0: In today's episode, sorry to interrupt you. I got so excited there. I had to get in there. We are <laughs> going to be answering a question. This is the first of our Question shows where we got a, we got a, a question from a listener, and they want to know that they're going to their first trip next in two thousand sixteen, and they want to know some things that they don't know that they don't know about going to Disney. And what I get from that is they want to have some information about certain things that they wouldn't even think of when they go on their first trip. That maybe we can help them with. Yeah, does that make sense to you?
1: Total sense, and I'm excited to go through it. I just think that. We need to break it up maybe because I have so many things on my list that I keep adding to it. Every time we go, I find out more things that I kind of – I learn stuff every time. So Let's
0: keep it to a couple each. So you know what? If you had to take all the things that you've learned from all your trips going Mm -hmm. and you could go back to your first trip and say, okay, Connie, you're going on your first trip. If I can only give you three or four things, what would they be?
1: I would say first – this is like my first three are grouped together as one and it's Really, just plan on doing the Disney dining plan. I really loved having that dining plan, and it really takes the stress out of where we're eating, how we're eating. And you, although you think you're going to be spending less money if you just do buy food on your own and pack snacks and all that, it is so stressful worrying about everybody's stomach all day at the park. And I love having that option where you before you go, you book your dining reservations, or you just have your even just quick service dining plan. Just being able to have the dining plan makes everybody in a better mood. It just I know it made you in such a better mood, knowing that, you know, you could eat whenever you wanted. And it was the portions are huge. And that's, Part of the other one that I wish I knew, sort of, it's grouped into one. So do the dining plan and that you can split meals because not the sit-down dining meals. Hold on. Let
0: me go back to that part about the dining plan before you keep going on and, on and on about, Yeah. All right. Um, So get the dining plan. I agree with you. The, and Even if you have to buy the dining plan, I think that if you're planning on staying at a hotel in, on Disney property and going to the parks and you're not really going to leave, that the dining plan is really valuable because even if you say – okay, I think I can get it a little bit cheaper by paying for my meals when you're there. It takes the whole, when you're waiting in line, I mean, everybody kind of looks at the prices, I assume, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are on the dining plan and you know you already prepaid for it, it just takes, like, just get what you want and let's get on with the show.
1: Yeah, it makes your experience so much, and the food is really good, and I would recommend that the dining plan has three levels. We really like the second level, which is two um, quick service meals, and uh, I'm sorry, one quick service meal and one sit down. But there's also the one that's sort of mid range, which is just quick service, which is just as good. If you don't want to spend time, a lot of people don't want to spend time sitting down at a dinner reservation place where it takes a long time, blah, blah, blah. So,
0: yeah, I think I, if you're going for like three or four days, maybe the quick service one's better for you. You don't want to, you know, take that extra couple hours to sit down at restaurants. But that's really good. part of the experience of the dining at Disney and going there and eating is that. The time you spend at the restaurant is really a time to like regroup. Don't look at it yeah. as a wasted hour or two. Look at it as time, like all right, let's regroup, relax. You get tons of food; it's really good, and you can just kind of reassess what you guys what you're doing.
1: Yeah, and I think that dining itself has its own experience, and each restaurant is has its own separate theme and it can be a lot of fun for everybody just kind of regroup and you you don't feel like you're just there to eat right. you know it's actually a, a whole experience when you're there so that is one thing i really wish i think that everyone out there should know that it's it's it just makes the trip because yeah, we
0: didn't find the dining we didn't find the dining until our fourth or fifth trip i mean we went many times before where we didn't do the dining and it was You know, we wouldn't eat on property because it it, it is a little bit expensive to eat dinner with five people or six people. Um, So we would go off property a lot. But that was a lot of wasted time that we had going back and forth and, like, trying to figure out where we're going to eat, what we're going to eat. And then you go to those restaurants and you still have to wait in line and wait at the certain times you want to eat. So it was a little bit – you're better off just buying the dining plan, prepaying for it ahead of time, and staying on property.
1: Yeah. So can I go back into the splitting meals part or you want to skip over that? No, go
0: ahead. Go back into that.
1: So I just want to say, though, that even though – it can seem pricey to get the dining plan initially. One thing that I didn't know that I wish I did is the first time we used our dining plan, everybody got their own meals when we had quick service. And I noticed that a lot was wasted my own plate. Like there's just so, the portions are so big that I realized after a few times that we could split meals. So I would get, instead of five of us ordering, you know, and, and one thing too, to know is that the kids are considered adults above age 10. So they're getting the same size meal as I am.
0: And let me just say, so on that note, if you're staying on Disney for seven days, you have a seven days meal plan, right? Right. You, you don't have to use each sit down and quick service meal or however many meals you have for that many days all on that day. So if you say you're you know, one day you guys are relaxing at the pool. You're not really that hungry. You don't have to use all your meals for that day. You can kind of use two on this day, three on this day, four on this day, none on the next day. You can really break it up. So it doesn't have to be to each person each day.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so
0: I wish we knew that when we first went, because when we first used a dining plan, it was like a, we used them all at the same time, every time.
1: Oh, and my other tip for that would be, um, we would always with quick service, we would always order waters, And by the mid-trip, we'd have so many water bottles that we would bring to the parks because you also get your refillable refillable mug. So you really never go thirsty when you're at your resort, but those water bottles can add up. So if you just keep ordering a water bottle, you just throw them in your bag, and then at the end of the night, you can just throw them in your resort um, refrigerator. And if you're visiting a park the next day, we always had plenty of
0: drinks. That's a good tip. My other tip about the dining plan would be if you have any snacks at the end of your trip, use them all. So if you have four or five snacks left over, don't, they're not wasted. You can go catch those in before you check out of your hotel.
1: I'm pretty sure we could do a whole podcast just on the dining plan.
0: Yeah, it is pretty confusing. I mean, I remember going up to the register our first time and they're like, you got to go get this. It's like guys grocery games where you like get up to the register and you're like nope you don't have everything you got to start over and you're like you run back to the thing you're like oh, okay i got this you go back nope you're still missing something you're like oh my god what am i doing here someone <laughs> oh, just yeah. explained to me what i gotta get that i can come back at one time
1: how great does it feel though when you finally get it like your sixth day there and you're like yes
0: and then they say actually you only have two dining plans left oh, oh come on <laughs> dark
1: kids wouldn't scan
0: there what are they doing All right, so that's a good tip. So Disney dining is a good tip. We went into a lot of different things there. That's a good one that I wish that we knew before we went. Um, Are you done with that?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Okay, so my first one would be that just because you're not staying on Disney Property Hotel doesn't mean that you can't go to Disney Property Hotels and enjoy what they have to offer. Yeah. So if you're staying at the Hilton or Marriott, you can still go to the Disney Resorts and hang out and enjoy what they have to offer. I mean, you can't use the pool. But you can go around the lobby, and you can like visit the hotels and um, see if they have anything going on at night for kids. Like watch the movie on the beach, just because you're not staying at the Polynesian doesn't mean you can't go there and enjoy the movie at night. And I don't know if this we're supposed to say that, but we do do that. You can
1: just eat there and dine there, and go go to the Polynesian. Don't have to go to the sit down restaurants. You can go check out the Captain Cook's quick service. It's actually pretty cool and unique where they have the theme going on at the Polynesian theme. You'll get like you know, that type of food there and you can enjoy their surroundings and really resort hop and sightsee. I feel like that's one of my favorite things to do and it's sightsee at all these different resorts. Even the moderate ones, even the value ones, they have so many cool things that you're relaxing but doing something at the same time. So it's so cool because the kids are entertained but they're not so high strung and it's just a great way to spend the day.
0: Yeah, Disney hotels aren't typical hotels. They're really meant for families and kids. So to go even just hang out at a hotel for the day, there's so much stuff to do there that you think of going to a hotel as just going into your room and sitting there watching TV. But it's way more than that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So that would be my tip. Even if you're not staying on Disney property, go enjoy Disney property. As long as you're, you know, going to eat dinner there or buy something or you're going to the uh, parks, you know. Definitely go enjoy what the hotels have to offer, other than the pool.
1: Exactly. All
0: right, so what's your next thing?
1: My next thing would be, I wish I knew how much I'd love the boardwalk.
0: Or how to get there?
1: Yeah, or how to get there. I really can't. I know we've probably talked about the boardwalk in past episodes, but I really just fell in love with, You have to go at night and, again, it is difficult to find. There's no bus that goes right to the boardwalk. You have to kind of be sort of – you have to plan your afternoon where you know that you have to go to a certain resort and that's where you get dropped off and anyway. So if
0: you go to the boardwalk, you want to go to the yacht club, the beach club, or the boardwalk hotel. And if you go take a bus to any of those hotels, you can reach the boardwalk just by walking.
1: Yeah, I just wish I knew how much I would love it. And it's just a really great night to stroll and relax. And, you know, I know you're probably going to mention, and I just might as well say it now, but renting bikes over there, that's one of the most fun we've had in so long, going down there. It's so simple and it sounds so – it sounds kind of strange that you're in Disney World and what's so fun about renting a bike and going around the boardwalk? But it really was – I don't think I've ever laughed as hard as much.
0: And yeah, now. we mentioned that in another episode, that whole bike thing, but yeah, I agree. That was that was a lot of fun. I mean, that's something that from not, every time we go now, we're going to do that, whereas before it was, hey, do we want to do that? I don't know, but then once we decided to really pull the trigger and do it, that's mm-hmm. something we're going to do every time now.
1: Exactly. So, so the boardwalk my...
0: board is cool at night, too, like you mentioned. Go get a coffee, or they have a lot of, sh- like, uh, how, what, how, what do they call them when they have people out there? I don't know what the name of it is, but like... Forming? Yeah, formers out there.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm a little they're bit slow today. For you. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: yeah, they have a lot of performers at night for the kids. So, a lot of different shows will go in, in there. Uh, restaurants. It's just cool to see at night. You can just walk around. It's it's a little bit more relaxing and less crowded than downtown Disney.
1: Totally. It's just a different atmosphere. It's nothing like downtown Disney right now. I mean, downtown Disney is is in the middle of a transformation. I think they're trying to blend the old with the new. So, the boardwalk really is what downtown disney used to be oh with a few more shops that's what i remember when i was growing up we'd go down lake buena vista and that's what downtown disney was is sort of like the boardwalk is now very relaxing you know very beautiful there was an ice cream shop there was a few only a few stores back then it was just really cool it was I mean, I was only eight and I had fun. So you don't really need all these like thrilling sort of attractions for your kids to have fun. I think that's one of the things that parents themselves make the mistake of doing. It's like, oh, okay, we always got to be doing, 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 doing. No, you know. I was eight and I remember having a blast. It's something simple as strolling along and grabbing an ice cream. And And I think
0: that's something that people should look out for their first trip too is don't overschedule yourself.
1: uh, part of it. And, you know, I think that that, like, like we said, that's something that parents don't, or people in general don't understand too, is just part of the experiences. It doesn't have to be attraction to attraction and always thrilling, you know, sightseeing stuff can be, it can be chill and relaxing and your kids are going to have fun.
0: Right. I think that leads into my next one is don't overbook yourself. Don't go to Disney for five days and get a five day park hopper. Yeah. You know, If you're going to go for five days, get a two-day park hopper. Don't even get the park hopper. Just get two days. Pick your two favorite parks you want to look at and enjoy those two days as much as you possibly can in the parks without thinking about leaving or doing anything else.
1: Yeah, I agree. And to kind of piggyback off that, I would say try not to – as much as I like to schedule, I would say don't schedule every single second because then you're always going to feel like you need to be doing something, going somewhere. Just schedule and plan your Disney trip and I can't stress that enough about – some parts of your day because you want to have some plan, but not every single moment. You're going to miss out on the big picture if you're down there and have this like list of things that you want to do and see. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, I mean, anybody who knows me knows I like to go 100 miles an hour and I do not like sitting down and relaxing at all. But I do like relaxing down there and relaxing down there could be just taking a walk somewhere. Right. It doesn't have to be action packed. If you do... Back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back parks, you're going to be exhausted. And you're going to look back at your trip and be like, why didn't I just take a few minutes to just sit down and look around and see what was going on around me?
1: Exactly. I can't agree. I can't. That's so important. So, so what, would, what
0: would be your next one?
1: My next one is kind of funny. Mine would be, I wish I knew that I should have got in better shape before our
0: trip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's so much walking that it's great. I You don't realize how much you're walking while you're actually there until at night when your feet are aching. But honestly, I really wish that I had kind of prepared myself, got better sneakers, really just like took some time to go for walks at night before my trip because I feel like I would have had a better experience the first few times we were there. I felt like I – it was just so much walking.
0: (laughs) It is a lot more walking than you think you're going to do. Make sure you wear comfortable shoes. Don't wear flip-flops. You know, wear really comfortable sh- socks and sneakers because the more comfortable you are in walking with those, the more the better your day is going to be. But if you wear flip flops, by the time you get halfway through your day, you're going to be miserable.
1: And I know you don't care about this, but you can look cute and wear your sneakers. That's one of the things I like is dressing up in Disney World.
0: <laughs> I always try to figure out which sneakers I'm going to look cutest in.
1: You do. I. know You know what? Just put it out there because you're right.
0: Yeah. What do you mean I don't care about that one? <laughs>
1: But I really think that you don't – you underestimate how much walking is involved and really get in shape before you get down there. Really just take some family walks. If you're going with kids, really just try to at least start the motions. Don't buy new sneakers for your trip. Make sure they're worn in a little bit.
0: Yeah. And if you do have little younger children, you know, we went when our daughters were younger and you always get to that stage in a, in a young a toddler's life when they're three, four, five where they don't want to sit in the carriage anymore. And maybe you're deciding, hey, you know, we're not going to bring a carriage. They can walk. Bring the carriage.
1: Bring it. Yeah.
0: Because one. after – it does two things. There's so many places to park the carriage. You can actually literally leave your carriage somewhere and walk around for a while and then come back to it. It'll still be there. You no, don't I have know. to You don't have to walk it from ride to ride to ride.
1: Yeah. I think that's the the, the coolest part was that you, we literally like – our, you know, she was three or four at the time. She didn't want to be in a carriage because she had an older sister. So – We just left it. The the cast members will park it in a specific area for you. Don't try. Do not try to park the carriage on your own because they will move it. And let me tell you that that carriage that you think is so unique, there's probably a hundred of the same (laughs) carriage. So So it's going to be really hard to find your carriage. So just do what they say and let them park it and watch where they put it. But you can go back to it hours later. It'll still be there. And I love that part of it. They and actually,
0: it, it, it adds sure. some, somewhere to put your storage, so you don't have to carry around all your stuff.
1: Oh yeah, your water bottles, you know, some of your snacks, you can throw into that carriage and leave it in there for the whole day and go back to it. But um, they never, when I when I was there younger, that that was fairly new as far as like specific zones. I feel like they've opened up even more areas now for specific locations of stroller parking.
0: Well, I think that as people learn more and more, that they can bring you, you can actually bring stuff into the parks, and by stuff I mean water bottles food snacks as long as it doesn't have any glass in it you can bring it into the park so as people are aware of that more and more more people are bringing carriages not so much for their kids but for like suitcases true so you can pack your stuff in there and you kind of walk it around the park so you don't have to every time you want to water spend five dollars on a water
1: right so No, maybe,
0: I know. maybe that's a quick tip you can bring stuff into the parks
1: oh yeah there you go
0: Bring some waters. Bring some snacks. Bring some fruits in with you. You can bring anything you want into the park, food wise and water wise. Just Mm -hmm. no alcohol or glass. I don't think you can have glass bottles.
1: Was was that mine or yours? I can't remember whose whose turn is it next. Yeah, just go. So my whole thing was: I wish I knew. This is kind of stupid, but I wish I knew that there was no gum sold in Walt Disney World (laughs) because you know after anywhere,
0: not just Walt Disney World, on Disney property. Period.
1: Yeah. I wish I knew that because not that I'm a big gum chewer, but I want, you know, occasionally fresh and breath or whatever. And, you know, you go to find gum and I couldn't get any gum anywhere. And I was panicking because I think also you cannot purchase gum at the Florida airport. So for, you know, the flight home, we had to re- remember this and go to, um, I think it was like a convenience store nearby to pick up a pack of gum.
0: Yeah, on our way to the – and if you're taking the Magical Express, you literally go from your hotel to your, the airport.
1: Yeah, so pack some gum, yeah. throw it in your suitcase, don't forget, and bring some plenty for your carry-on.
0: For later. So just bring bring the gum with you. Bring a, couple, bring a couple packs. Leave one in your suitcase for your return home.
1: So that was really important to me. I don't know if it's as important to our listeners, but –
0: That's a good tip. I mean that's not something that I would have thought of. Really? No. no it wasn't even on my radar whatsoever until you mentioned it. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: My, um, my, um, and this, I've mentioned this in 10, 10 episodes that we've done. How many episodes have we done? 11. And I think I've mentioned it in every single one. Mm-hmm. That Disney transportation is awesome and convenient, but I, I don't know. There's just, I just don't enjoy Disney transportation. And by tra- Disney transportation, I'm mostly focusing on the buses.
1: The Magical, the Magic Express. I keep saying magical because it feels so magical, but the Magic Express is really an awesome feature that Disney has. But other than that, it t- it takes forever. Like, the transportation will probably take longer than you can ever imagine.
0: And I don't In- think people realize how inexpensive it is to rent a car for the whole week.
1: Exactly. Well, now that they have, they're introducing – so then now they have Uber too, right?
0: That's true. So you can do that as well. And I would just – you know what? I know Disney is transportation. Like, it's all the buses all over the place. They go everywhere. But to me, it's just – I don't know. It's just not an enjoyable experience. Waiting for the bus, being on the bus, and then walking home from the bus. None of that is enjoyable to me. Maybe I'm nitpicking and I'm complaining, being grumpy, but
1: maybe. Just a little.
0: That's Mm -hmm. just how I feel.
1: I can't imagine.
0: Yeah. That's just (laughs) I just don't enjoy that whatsoever. And if I would rather spend the extra couple hundred dollars and have a car that I never used, but just be able to use it when I need it than have to wait for the bus.
1: I think that you're only there for, what, like seven days. Most people go five to seven days down there. And do you want to spend, you know, it's almost a full day. Just if you add up all the time, you're waiting in line for your Disney bus, getting to point B. Never mind if, say, you have reservations. Like there's, there was a time where we made reservations at Sana and we had to literally figure out how to get to it because – you know, you had to take a bus to the resort and then it just, it was so confusing. Yeah, because
0: so- the buses don't go, and I don't think people know this, is that the buses don't go from resort to resort. They go from resorts to parks and that's it. So
1: exactly, if you and want Derek to go to from stay.
0: resort to resort, you have to go from your resort to a park or a transfer station and then hop on another bus to get to that resort. Right. Which So it's takes- not as easy as it sounds.
1: Yeah, you really, if you have a reservation somewhere to a specific hotel or specific place, you literally have to carve in an
0: hour. An hour. You're, you're talking yeah. an hour, hour. It maybe it may more.
1: More. Yeah, an hour and a half because it depends on how busy that particular resort is. So, for instance, if you're at a resort that holds a lot of people, if it's a moderate resort, even, their buses are going to be constant, but they're also going to be full. And so you have to wait for that bus, and in order to, you know, they, Take a certain number number of people that are in line, and they come back for another. So that, to me, is when I'm on vacation. I, not, you know, you and I, and as a whole, as a family, like we're not into a vacation to do do every second. You know, like we're not trying to get to point A to point B every. You know, as far as like get getting to see it all and being tight on schedule, but wasting time to me is sitting around waiting for the bus.
0: Yeah, I'd much rather sit around. Next to watching the river boat go by or, you know, staring, you know, sitting by the pool or outside my hotel room than sitting on a bus with Can people squeezing you, in and out.
1: Did you notice, and I don't know if this was my imagination because it just felt like so long, but when, so we've rented a car now pretty often when we get on there. And um
0: Yes, I did notice.
1: Well, when we go down there. Do do you remember when we were on a bus, you know, going from point A to point B? I forget, you know, where we were, but didn't it seem longer of a of a longer bus ride to you? Like, did the, did the buses take like an alternate route? I feel like I feel like we were not in the same route that we would have if we were driving.
0: Um, you know, what? I don't know. I'm I I didn't really notice that. I didn't know. All I noticed is that I was miserable forever. on the bus, so I probably was focusing on that rather than the fact <laughs> of how long and what route we were taking. It was it felt- too it busy focusing on how horrible it was.
1: Well, you know, I'm gonna you know, I will say it's a really great free thing that Disney does offer. So it's really great that they do this for guests. You know, a lot of people really don't mind it. Us in particular, we do mind it. We don't want to be wasting an hour waiting in line for a bus or getting to put like we wanna know we have reservations at the Grand Floridian or wherever we we can leave fifteen minutes from our hotel and be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have to leave an hour and a half. To figure out the way to get to the Florian for our reservations, that's just a waste of time.
0: And and when you're driving in your in your car, if you're driving around Disney property, you get to see way more stuff than you are sitting on the bus.
1: And we never leave the Disney Resort area. Like we don't leave the Disney complex, so Not unless we have to, Not unless we have to. But usually, like if we do, it would probably be to the grocery store to pack up on some stuff for, you know, midnight yeah. so or whatever if we need
0: to get some toiletries or something like that. But even if yeah. they have the stores down there, so exactly. and that goes into my next tip, which would be and you're really good at this and you started doing this for us and for our whole family when we go is that you want to plan your dining around the days that you're going to what parks.
1: I'm really good at that
0: <laughs> because that's something that you don't think about. You're like, okay, well, I want, this restaurant has days open here, but if you're at animal kingdom and your reservation is for Epcot area, you know, that's not actually easy to get to. If you're not, if you don't, if you had not, if you don't have a car, if you're taking the Disney transportation.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Well, we don't do that mainly because we don't agree. We don't like park hopping either. Right. So that's another waste time waster to me. Is that park hopping sounds really good? Like, oh, I can go to you know Animal Kingdom in the morning and then spend the night at Epcot. But just getting to the Animal Kingdom and then getting to Epcot, even if you do have a car, you have to go through the whole check-in process again. It takes a lot, a a lot out of you. Not just part of your day but it's physically exhausting right. going from park to park so you really want to appreciate where you are at that park make the most out of it if you need to leave and go take a break at your resort by all means that's something that i do recommend doing if you especially if you get there really early yeah this was One something
0: of- that you suggested that i didn't really want to do but then once wow. when, we, when we did do it was it was awesome you know you go to the Magic Kingdom early and then at you know one or two o'clock you'd always say, Hey, let's go back to the hotel and spend an hour there. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go through the whole process of leaving and coming back. And but then we did different. it and it was awesome.
1: Yeah, that's different than leaving and going to a new park.
0: Oh, totally. I would I don't I don't agree with that whatsoever.
1: You know, and you you know, it just got you to by not having the park hopper, gets you to appreciate where you were at that moment more than you would ever imagine. You know, having that option of leaving always in the back of your mind you're going to be thinking of the next park and so you really don't want to do that to yourself i really think that that's something that i wish i knew
0: i agree so what's your next one do you have another another one
1: i guess my only other one maybe i have a few but
0: i have one more that i don't know if i want to say or not
1: <laughs> okay well i want to say just make sure i wish i knew to pack in my, you know, every time we go to a park, you pack what we call a day bag and everybody kind of takes turns holding it. I usually only pack one. It's like a string bag, really lightweight because you don't want to have something bulky walking around all day. And our kids are older now, so we don't have a stroller. Um, but even if we did have a stroller, we probably still would be using a, one of those backpacks. But anyway, because you want to throw in a couple waters, but you also want to throw in um, some board games or some board games, some card games, <laughs> board games, yeah. <laughs> We're <just gonna> play.
0: <laughs> yeah, sit down and play some board games
1: sit down on the ground um some card games or something that the kids can be entertained with while they're waiting in the seemingly the never-ending lines to certain attractions because especially if you go during peak season the lines are really long and although disney has done a really fantastic job making these waiting areas way more fun than they were ever before like when i was a kid it was just a line yeah you the know? queues
0: are awesome now they're almost part of the ride
1: yeah, it leads up to the ride. But after a while, it can get a little kind of boring and the same old thing. So you really want to have something in there, you know, whether whatever you can think of that your your kids like. Even me, like I remember just making sure I had my phone, you know, to kind of scroll, whatever. Um,
0: check your status. Is that what you mean? Check
1: my status on my way to Space Mountain. <laughs> 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 um,
0: Give yourself a flash of selfie or something on there with never, your selfie stick?
1: Never. <laughs> um, but I think that – I wish I knew that before because I remember our five-year-old was just kind of like hanging by my legs. Just – just ex- at that point, they're tired. They don't know what they want. So if they have something in their hands to play with or whatever, look at, it just makes the day more enjoyable. So I wish I knew that.
0: Okay. Uh, what else do you have? Anything else?
1: I think I, I want to end it with that because I really think we could go on and on forever with so much that we have learned. So – The other thing I want to add is that you will suffer from your withdrawals from going to Disney.
0: I have something I wanted to add, but I'm not sure if I want to add it or not. I'll tell you, and then if if you uh, think I should leave it in, you can leave it in. If not, I'll cut it out. So my final tip would be that if you're staying at a Disney hotel or resort, that just because the check-in says 4 o'clock doesn't mean you have to wait till 4 o'clock.
1: Oh, that's a good tip, but I don't know if I want everyone to know that. I know. So lastly, I want to say that, I mean, I think we can go on and on forever because I know that we've stayed so many times that there are so many things that we'll continuously learn that people should know before they head out. So I think that this could be part one of a two-part episode, Um, but really expect to have your withdrawals when you leave. Expect to, if you do Disney right and you really listen to these podcasts and really take away some of these things that we're talking about, you will miss it. It will be the most fun that you've had. And there will be nothing that compares to a Disney vacation. There's things for everybody, the cleanliness, the hospitality, everything. You will find yourself planning your next vacation.
0: Just the people there are so nice to talk to as well. The cast members, everybody.
1: Oh my gosh. It's just so much fun. Oh, speaking of cast members, that was one part of my thing was asking a cast member that a cast member will take, your family picture if you ask and it's sometimes it's a funny treat that comes yeah with it. um but anyway
0: so my last one is if you are staying at a disney park resort um just because that the check-in time says three or four o'clock doesn't mean you have to wait till three or four o'clock this is probably the best tip of this whole show
1: i know i was just thinking oh you're giving away our secret
0: but if you get to the sometimes we go down to disney and we'll stay at a different resort for a day or two and and then we'll go to the resorts you know, our Disney resort and you have to check out of the one hotel at 11, but you can't check into the resort till four. Um, so, you know, the first few times we went there, we would just wait till four. And then we're like, you know, I don't feel like waiting until four. We didn't have, we had a car, but we wanted to like, you know, change into our bathing suits. And if you get there at, you know, 12, one o'clock, not too early, you can check in online. And then sometimes they'll even give you your room early, but they'll definitely let you use the facility while you're waiting for your room to be ready.
1: Oh my gosh, they'll text you when your room is ready and they'll let you they'll hold your bags for you. So, you can literally if you do this right and this is like one thing that we always do is on our day bag for so we'll pack our carry-on for the for, for the airport. So you you when you arrive to say you're doing the Magic Express and you arrive um there whatever, you actually will have your day bag with your with your bathing suit in it. <laughs>
0: right or wear your bathing suit
1: or wear your bathing suit like we've done before but anyway get there early try it out you know nine times out of ten you know you might you you might luck out your room might be ready at 11 a.m. there might be a checkout process quicker and they might have cleaned those rooms out sooner so don't feel the need to actually get there and having to check in at four o'clock so
0: yeah the, the facility they'll let you use everything on the facility as long as you're checking in that day that day no matter what time you get there even if your room isn't ready yet Exactly. So I think that's all for this episode. I mean, I think I'm out of... I mean, I have a lot more tips, but I don't think I want to give any more away.
1: <laughs> I think that that last one was like painful for you. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I think that that's one of the things... I think that we covered a lot of the basics, I guess. Things that I hope that people can take away and really make the most out of their Disney experience. So to the ne- on to the next.
0: All right, I agree. So if you want to check us out on Facebook, we are... Facebook.com slash unlocking magic. You can also go to our website, unlockingthemagic.com, for the show notes for this episode. I don't know if I'm gonna put any show notes for this episode, actually. Because I don't want everybody to know our secrets, but maybe I will. <laughs> um, you can find I... us on Twitter there, ask us questions, you know, maybe we'll do a whole listener show. I I've gotten tons of questions on Twitter from everybody that, you know, of shows they want us to do or questions they have about whole bunch of different things so maybe we'll do a whole listener show coming up soon
1: oh that'd be so much fun
0: and if you do have any questions go to unlockingthemagic.com there you can get us on facebook or twitter or email us and uh email us your questions and you know maybe we'll not maybe but we'll definitely respond to your answer your question right then and maybe put it on the show in the future
1: so cool thanks everybody
0: for hold on our- if you could give us one more thing if you could go to if you're listening to us on itunes or stitcher we're on both now if you could just leave us a quick review. Um, a five-star review would be awesome. If you're not going to leave us a five-star review, just click off the page and don't leave one at all.
1: <laughs> Pretend you don't know us.
0: Pretend like you didn't even hear it, get to this part of the show. But <laughs> if you got into this part of the show, I'm assuming that you liked it and you enjoyed it. And You know, we love doing it. And I'm sure that our, my rental car ad will be coming up in the next episode. So maybe <laughs> we'll get sure. some rental car deals.
1: <laughs> totally.
0: Um, so, all right. Check us out everywhere. I'm not going to go over it again. I think that's it for this episode.
1: All right. Thanks so much, everybody. All right.
0: We'll see you.